It's been almost two decades we've been on this journey to educate, liberate, and help you take action so you may better manage your financial future, achieve peace of mind, and accomplish your life's purpose. This podcast reveals financial tips, strategies, and insights that will help you set your goals and guide you along the way to help you achieve them. This is Managing Your Financial Future, brought to you by the advisors at Lucia Capital Group. I'm your host, Johnny Dean, with our own Rick the Professor Plum, Chief Financial Planning Officer. Uh, my favorite time of the day, my favorite time of the week, uh, podcast time. I can, I, I just can't wait to get back in here with you, Professor Rick Plum. <laughs> Oddly enough, uh, this is about as much as, uh, you know, we used to spend, what, three hours together at least uh, in studio every day. And then two to three hours a day, every day, Monday and, through Friday, at least. Yeah. And that was too much, obviously. You know, we did that for well over, <laughs> well over 20 years and we decided that yeah, that's, that's just too much time. But heck, you know, 20, 25 minutes on a podcast once a week. It's, it's, that's good. That's, that's the sweet spot in my opinion. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. We 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 have fun, and and I, I actually do kind of miss uh, you know going back and forth and doing the radio show and and all that stuff. Uh, we get callers, and we'd have fun with the callers. We do have emailers here, and I, I don't know if I'll have a chance to get to some of these emails this week, but um, I do want to discuss the um, absolutes, and I think you probably know where I'm going with this. Well, it goes back to my favorite answer, which is not an absolute. Uh, any financial question it depends exactly now we hear this a lot we hear people speaking in absolutes i think journalists tend to do this more than anything else but i've heard this from uh other quote-unquote advisors although i guess i hear that more on their advertising there there's there's a fellow who advertised big big name fellow who advertises i think out of the midwest somewhere but i can't remember uh, and and is constantly bagging on just just to pick the topic annuities, and okay. the 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 ads all tell you the same thing. You should never ever 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 own an annuity of any kind, apparently. And if you call this particular individual, they will tell you their reasons why, and I think they will try to get you out of whatever annuity product you might have. And I don't even know if they check to see whether it's in your best interest to do so. But and the reason they give is painting with a very broad brush. Yes, and a lot of it has to do, I guess, with the fees that they talk about, yep. and, and, they, and that they're loaded with fees, and you should never pay fees. And you know what? <laughs> sometimes they're right. Well, and unfortunately, though, sometimes they're wrong. Well, and, there are annuities that don't have fees. They're used for different reasons than growth, but. Hey, annuities are a very broad category. You can't paint them with a broad brush. Well, they really are. And so I want to use an analogy that we've used before on, on, on our speaking of our radio show and TV show that I think tends to point this out really well. Uh, we've, we've heard people should never, ever buy any fine. Pick a financial product. I said annuities, but we hear that a lot about annuities. But we also hear that about certain insurance policies. I've heard some very well-respected people in the industry, and again, here we go with them on, on the media side of the industry, saying you should never, ever buy a, a permanent life insurance, cash value life insurance. Never, ever, always buy term. And I've heard that. Uh, I've heard even some folks say, stay away from stocks or stay away from bonds. And when you put this in terms of 
financial tools, which is really what these products are. I like to liken them to the tools that you have in your garage. Some people have. I've got a couple of hammers, and that's about it. <laughs> you, we were just talking about, <clears throat> excuse me, we were just talking about some of the tools that you use because you do happen to have, uh, you do a lot of work. But Professor Plum, a financial tool, in, uh, metaphorically speaking, really isn't any different from the tools that you use to do housework, garden work, whatever mechanic, it is, repair work, work, mechanics The work. tools you use for being a mechanic are different than the tools you use for being a, working with wood. Um, everything has a place, uh, and there is a place you know, for everything. It's a matter of using the right tool for a specific job. And there are times where a tool can cross over and do other jobs. They just won't do them as well as the tool that was designed for that job. Well, exactly. Exactly. So so let's take an example of a, a – I like to use a hammer example because that's, again, I've got – I may have two hammers in my house, actually. Most people know what a hammer is. They know what a hammer is, and they know they, they know what it's, what it's used for. But – Okay, here's the deal. If if I've got a goal, I've got a job that needs to be done, I need some nails pounded into a piece of wood. Well, I'm going to probably use a hammer for that. That seems to be a really that seems to be the best option. That's what they're designed well, for. A hammer was designed to drive nails into wood. Yes, and 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 you could use it for other stuff. Maybe pound a, a stake into the ground if you're really good. Uh, you yeah. may be able to pull nails out of a well, wall. Heck, I mean, you you can use it for a lot of things. I mean, it's, if you're using a claw hammer that has the claw on the back of it, you can actually use it to dig in the ground. Absolutely. Does it mean that you should. <laughs> Probably not. Well, that's <laughs> it, and that's where that's where I'm going with this. So a, a hammer. Uh, that's what I would use it for. Now, here's the thing. If I went to somebody who only sold shovels, okay, for whatever reason, there's a tool place and all they do is sell shovels. And I say, shovels I need are to, us. <laughs> yeah, I need to buy. I need. Here's my job. I need to pound some nails into uh, into a piece of wood. The shovel salesman who only sells shovels may be inclined to tell me that I should buy a shovel. But well, you can pound nails in with a shovel. Well, I mean, it, physically, it, it is possible. It is potentially it possible. <laughs> no, it wouldn't be easy. But the shovel salesman will tell me that uh, in this little example that I'm giving. Well, does that mean, of course, now obviously a shovel is probably not the best way to pound nails into wood. Now, the question is, does that mean that shovels are bad professor Plum. And nobody should ever buy a shovel no is that the case no. no it's just being used improperly exactly exactly and this is this is where we're going i think with you know you have people who only sell financial product a like an annuity and i don't know or you have somebody on the other side who cannot sell things like annuities or or uh, life insurance long-term life insurance and rather than say well it, you know it has its place the way a shovel might have its place in your garage or a hammer might have its place for whatever job you need, they will tell you that you should never buy this particular financial product, say an annuity. You should never buy, uh, you, you know, or only buy uh, 
term insurance. You should never buy cash value or permanent insurance. And this is where we get into trouble because somebody either A, might be sold a financial product that they had no business buying, or B, they might never consider a financial product that could potentially benefit them in some way. Would you agree? I agree. And it's not just the products themselves. It's the potential strategies that people use. You know, they talk about the 4% rule. This isn't a product. And the 4% rule can be a useful tool in helping get a broad picture, a very high level picture of what's going on. But it should not be relied on at the lower levels, at the micro levels of getting an actual strategy done. Uh, so how you go about using all this different information, whether it's a specific tool, uh, you know, investment tool, whether it's investment strategy, it comes down to what is it that you're hoping to get out of it and does it work for your specific situation? Sometimes, I mean, and so far I have never found anything other than never give up free money uh, where <laughs> you, you can use absolutes, always do this, never do that, always, you know, and never, just they're very difficult to use in the financial planning world because people are so different and there are tremendous amount of number of different types of annuities. I was actually doing a training class today on annuities and going through the multitude and how they work and what they do, what they don't do, what these offer, what these don't offer, what these cost, what these don't cost. And we spent an hour and we, you know, got through a reasonable amount of it, but nowhere near mm-hmm. making the people in the class, you know, proficient in even understanding annuities yet. That takes time. Um, and sometimes annuities work, sometimes they don't, sometimes mutual funds. I mean, there right now we're seeing mutual funds in the in the professional investment management world take a backseat because they're so diversified they they end up owning so many things that and they have so much money in the mutual funds because people you know, put a lot of money in mutual funds that it's difficult for a mutual fund to be not be the market itself or have a very large differential from the market and they end up owning sectors that maybe we look in today's world and say you know that sector has no chance of doing well while we have this particular issue going on and so we should stay away from that sector. I'm not saying don't be diversified. I'm just saying stay away from the sectors everybody looks at and says, there's no way. You know, Would you want to be buying cruise ships right now uh, or cruise ship lines? No. Uh, <laughs> so stay away from those areas. But some of the bigger, broader-based uh, mutual funds, even the S&P 500, those 500 stocks, there are stocks in there that just because they're big doesn't mean that they're going to be good. So you shouldn't if you can stay away from but broad-based mutual funds may not be the place well, maybe you want to have more of an individual security portfolio so you can get diversification but with the companies that have a better chance of of progressing on a positive nature through this new norm or whatever we want to call it that we've got going on well doesn't so, it all you know, come back down to what your goals are i mean the, ultimately the question needs to be if somebody says well are annuities good or bad your question, you would not come up with an answer. You would say, well, that depends. What is your goal? And if, if, if I bring this back to the tool analogy, okay, so I say, listen, I need to do some digging in my backyard. 
Okay, and you're a you 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 sell a bunch of different you know you let's say you're you, you you've got a, a Lowe's type or Home Depot type place. I can, okay? sell, you, I, I can sell you every type of tool imaginable. Right. and so we're going to try to tailor the tool to the exactly, job. Exactly, exactly. So you say, look, I, I got to do some digging in my backyard. You say, okay, well, there are a couple different things uh, we could use. I mean, shovels are pretty good for digging. You say, yeah, I've got. A, I've got about a quarter acre that I got to dig, a half acre I got to dig back there. You say, <laughs> well, yeah, oh, I was just okay. going to bring that up. I'm, I'm looking to do some work in my backyard, and I'm going to need some shovels. But basically, shovels are not going to do the work I'm going to need. I'm going to have to rent <laughs> some tractors. Well, that's just it. Trucks that's just bring it. Bring in some big stuff. Maybe a backhoe or something like that, kind of depending. And so, so it would say, well, look, now, now you know, you got a big job to do. Um, you're not just going to dig a little trench here. You're going to you're going to work on a half acre, so you probably need to spend a little bit more money on something bigger than that. Now let's take this to the other side. I come to you and I say, "Listen, I got I got some digging I need to do in my backyard." And if the first thing you come to me is say, "Well, gosh, you know, you need a you need a a, a, a big tractor to to, yeah. to do the digging job." You you I've got this backhoe. Bigger that, is always better when it comes to tools. Come right, on, everybody it, knows that exactly. So so for only. Um, you know, $150 a day or whatever it is, $200 a day, you can have this and you will get this uh, digging job done. You say, well, gee, I just want to dig a, you know, 10 foot trench, you know, maybe 10 feet long and about a foot deep. Oh, listen, the back, the, the you know, this tractor will do that job. Well, at that point, you're overpaying. I think people are starting to, or at least they understand this metaphor fairly well at this point. Now, Professor Plum, in this particular example I'm giving. There is nothing inherently wrong with either a shovel or a big tractor, backhoe, whatever you want to call it. Is there? No, there's nothing wrong. I mean, used right, those tools can make a job very easy. Used inappropriately, it can make life either way too expensive or too cumbersome, won't work out well, doesn't mean they can't necessarily do the job. It just doesn't, it just means it's not going to work very well. Well, yeah. And why would you pay extra? You know, somebody who sells shovels would say, don't ever, don't ever, ever rent a big tractor or digging machine because it's ridiculous. A shovel will do the trick. Well, in maybe in most cases it will, but there are some who should consider paying more for something like a big tractor to do some digging. I wish I knew the names besides just tractor or backhoe, but you know what I'm saying. You know well, what I'm saying. I had to dig some trenches around. So I was building a, a platform and something, and I needed to dig some trenches. And I started doing it with a shovel, and I was like, "Oh no, 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 no! This is not going to work." <laughs> so I went down to the local, uh, you know, rental big store, yes. and uh, I rented a ditch witch, which is a, a machine to dig trenches. And it took me about two and a half hours using the ditch witch instead of. What probably would have taken me a couple of weeks is, as I was doing, the shovel would have done it, but it would have just taken me a lot longer. Yes, but um, you were willing to pay every penny I paid well, exactly. in that rental expense. So you could look at this and say there's 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 an added fee if you want to look at it. Oh, that I, way. And there was definitely a fee for doing it, and, and it was worth every penny. It was worth every penny. So so that's just it. Now let's go back to the annuity example because this is a financial type podcast. When we go back to there are certain annuities, and I'm picking this as an example, but there are certain annuities that do come with extra fees and uh-huh. things that you need to uh, be aware of. But 
if those fees get you what you need, if they accomplish the goal, Professor Plum, then they may be worth it for you to pay, right? Right. You've got to look at what is it providing and is there value in your world for what that particular investment is providing? Sometimes you have no value for what it's providing. If that's the case, don't pay the fee. Exactly. But other times, it's the only product that can provide a certain thing, like a word called a guarantee from an insurance company. Uh, so maybe that guarantee means something to you, and you pay for that word. Well, yeah, know what you're getting. And this all comes back once again to knowing what your goals are. If I'm working in the backyard, I know what my goals are. Is it a dig, a dig a shallow trench that's only five, six, seven, eight feet long? I can probably get by with a shovel. Uh, if it's going to be a half acre and I've got a bunch of digging to do and it's got to be three feet deep and it's got to go all the way around and i got grading to do, well... Uh, I could try a shovel. Technically, you could do it with a hammer, but it's sure not going to be easy. It's not going to be easy. It may be worth it to consider paying extra for a tool that will get the job more done more efficiently in the backyard. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I like to put it in terms of this because I just get tired of people speaking in absolutes. Never buy, never rent a tractor. <laughs> never buy a, a fee-laden annuity product. Never buy uh, you know, cash value insurance. And, and those are two that I hear a lot. That, they, those may be the most common, either never right. or always. And I, I, I want to put this on both sides because it's important to know, as you pointed out, Professor, there are people who should never ever consider paying fees for certain annuities because they just don't have that goal. Maybe they're only looking for a, 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 a CD alternative, right? right. Uh, why there, would you there pay There are places fees? where they work and there are places where they don't work. Just like there are places where a hammer works and there are places where it doesn't work. Exactly. And do I want to pay extra for an electric hammer? I don't even know if they have electric hammers. Well, they have pneumatic ones, and they are awesome. <laughs> they can be awesome. Well, see, and there you go again. There you go again. Maybe you need something like that. That that uh, you know. We were just redoing the trim in my son's house, and uh, the door, you know, the uh, floorboard, not floorboards, but whatever you call this. I can't even think of my head. But yeah, the uh, the power hammer, the pneumatic hammer, just was well, basically a, a nail gun. Oh, sure. Tink, tink, tink. That was awesome. <laughs> well, sure. But but see, you had probably 100 different nails that you had to get in over a long... Oh, at least 100. Right, exactly. Now, the regular hammer could have worked, but it would have lengthened the job, and you may have gotten tired of it. Uh, oh, I know were, I would have gotten tired. <laughs> you and I probably would have screwed up the, uh, the baseboards, too, because I would have either hit too hard or I would... With me, I probably would have missed the nail and put a mark on the on the uh, baseboard. Well, with, with me, the, with the uh, nail gun, boom. I, I would have done the same thing, but I also would have wound up probably in the emergency room needing stitches in my hand because, <laughs> see, my other thing is just hire somebody else to do it, but that's because I'm not very handy myself. So there you go. This was this uh, th this was the, the metaphor that I wanted to bring in, and I like to do this from time to time because you hear people who hear others saying you should never buy this, you should always buy that. Professor, when you meet with somebody, when you meet with an advisor, and they tell you, boy, have I got a product or XYZ product or this investment for you, and it will work wonders, if they haven't asked you what your goals are yet. No, you've got to be able to apply it towards what you're trying to accomplish. And once you've decided what you're trying to accomplish, 
there may be different tools that may get you from point A to point B, which one fits in your situation. Now, at what point, I would imagine the first time that you meet with somebody to to go over their finances or whatever it is, I would imagine that asking them about their goals has got to be one of the first couple of questions (laughs) that you get right after maybe, what was your name again? Well, yeah, of course, because without knowing their goals, how can we make any kind of a recommendation on how to get somewhere when we don't know where they're trying to go? Exactly. And I know we've been asked this on our question, asked this question. I've heard annuities are good. I've heard annuities are bad. What is your opinion on this? And professor, every single time, once again, it comes down to it depends. And it depends on a very true statement. It depends on what your particular goals are. And we do this when we talk about uh, uh, buckets as well. You know, do I need a bucket two? Well, how much should I put in bucket three? Uh, the, you know, all of that stuff, once again, even as, as precise as buckets can get, it all comes back down to what are your goals with the money, right? And how is, what's your risk temperament? How, uh, how comfortable are you with you know, volatility, non-volatility? You know, every once in a while, we'll get the question, what's the best investment? I'm like, for what? What are you trying to accomplish? Let's, let's, well, I want, <laughs> I want high growth potential, no risk and tax free. Okay, well, uh, that was not going to work. But you know, you get the idea. When somebody says, "What's the best investment?" Well, the best investment depends on what you're trying to accomplish, the time horizon you're dealing with, your risk tolerance, and, and things of that nature. So there is no one thing that is the best for everybody. Uh, we, we can discuss more of this. If you would like to talk more about this with Professor Rick Plum, let me give you the phone number to talk to either uh, Professor or any of the Lucia Capital Group advisors, 800-644-1150, 800-644-1150. We thank them for being this decades, excuse me, decades-long sponsor both on our podcast and our longtime uh, uh, radio and TV shows, 800-644-1150, or you can go online at luciacap.com. We didn't have a chance to get to this stuff, Professor. Maybe on the next podcast we will. Did you see uh, fairly recently, uh, here uh, we're doing this in, in mid-August, that the, 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 the 10-year note, we talked about this a few weeks back, uh, the, <laughs> the yield closed at near, it's near record low. <laughs> Pretty close again. What was the record low? 0. 0.501 or something like back in March? Five oh yeah, five oh one back. And we're uh, testing those waters again. Holy cow! Uh, anyway, I, we we can talk about that. There are a few other good things. I think we'll maybe we'll cover some of the stuff. We'll do sort of a multi-topic next week. But did you know this, Professor? That uh, auto enrollment. We've talked about this in four hundred one ks. It tends to work. I like it. It makes sense. It does, because only, according to this, uh, a Vanguard research, only 7% of workers who auto-enrolled in an employer's 401k plan uh, elected to opt out of the plan, meaning that 93% right. of them uh, remain with the plan in place. I think that's great. I think that's great. I think it's great. It's it, it's a start. I mean, because I think auto-enrollment's at 2 or 3% of your payroll. Uh, so at least they're going to have something saved at some point in the future. It's better than not having something saved. Is it enough? No, but it's a start. And so the fact that 93% of the people that had auto enrollment stayed with it, it says that you can't afford to save. It really does. It really does. 
getting it done. You got to have the discipline to start it. You got to have the discipline to start. You don't even have to have the discipline. You just start it. It's the old set it it and forget. Absolutely. Well, we'll cover that next week uh, if we have time. All right. We are out of time. My thanks again to Professor Rick Blum, certified financial planner, professional and all that. If you need him again, 800-644-1150 or any of the Lucia Capital Group advisors or go online, luciacap.com. For Professor Plum, I'm Johnny Dean. This has been Managing Your Financial Future. Thank you very much for listening. We'll talk to you again next week. The information provided should not be considered specific tax, legal, or investment advice and is not specific to any individual's personal circumstances. To the extent that this material concerns tax matters, it is not intended or written to be used and cannot be used by a taxpayer for the purpose of avoiding penalties that may be imposed by law. Each taxpayer should seek independent advice from a tax professional based on his or her individual circumstances. Different types of investments and or investment strategies involve varying levels of risk and there can be no assurance that any specific investment or investment strategy, including the investments purchased and or investment strategies devised by Lucia Capital Group, will be either suitable or profitable for a client's or prospective client's portfolio. Thus, investments may result in a loss of principal. Accordingly, no client or prospective client should assume that the presentation or any component thereof serves as the receipt of or a substitute for personalized advice from Lucia Capital Group or from any other investment professional. You should always seek counsel of the appropriate advisor prior to making any investment decision. All investments are subject to risk, including the loss of principal. This material was gathered from sources believed to be reliable. However, its accuracy cannot be guaranteed. These materials are provided for general information and educational purposes based upon publicly available information from sources believed to be reliable. We cannot assure the accuracy or completeness of these materials. The information in these materials may change at any time and without notice. Annuities are long-term investment products designed for retirement purposes. Guarantees are based on the claims-paying ability of the issuer subject to their terms and conditions. Early withdrawals may be subject to surrender penalties and, if taken prior to age 59 and a half, may be subject to an additional 10% federal tax. Annuities are not FDIC-insured. Certain terms and conditions apply, so please read insurance company materials carefully. Insurance product guarantees are subject to the claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company and are subject to their terms and conditions. Insurance products offered through Lucia Securities, LLC, California Insurance License Number 0H40817. Lucia Securities is licensed to offer such insurance products as life, disability, long-term care, and annuities. Lucia Securities is also a registered broker-dealer, member FINRA, SIPC, and the DBA for Lucia Insurance Services. Lucia Capital Group is a registered investment advisor and the holding company for Lucia Securities. Insurance products offered through Lucia Securities, LLC, California Insurance License Number 0H40817. Lucia Securities is licensed to offer such insurance products as life, disability, long-term care, and annuities. Lucia Securities is also a registered broker-dealer, member FINRA, SIPC, and the DBA for Lucia Insurance Services. Lucia Capital Group is a registered investment advisor and the holding company for Lucia Securities. It is important to keep in mind that investments in fixed income products are subject to liquidity or market risk, interest rate risk, bonds ordinarily decline in price when interest rates rise and rise in price when interest rates fall, financial or credit risk, inflation or purchasing power risk, and special tax liabilities. Interest may be subject to the alternative minimum tax. Treasury securities are backed by the full faith and credit of the U.S. government but are subject to inflation risk. Before investing, carefully consider a mutual fund's investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. To obtain a prospectus or summary prospectus, which contains this and other information, call your financial advisor. Read the prospectus carefully before investing. Diversification does not guarantee a profit or protection from loss. S&P 500 Index is an unmanaged index and includes a representative sample of large-cap U.S. companies in leading industries. An investment may not be made directly in an index. Examples cited are hypothetical, are for illustrative purposes only, are not guaranteed, and subject to potential federal and state law amendments. There is no guarantee that you will achieve the results discussed or illustrated. CDs are FDIC insured up to $250,000 per depositor per insured bank for each account ownership category. Treasury securities are backed by the full faith and credit of the U.S. government but are subject to inflation risk. The investment professionals are registered representatives with and securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor and member FINRA SIPC. Lucia Securities LLC was acquired by LPL Financial August 2020. The investment professionals of Lucia Securities LLC are now affiliated with LPL Financial and are conducting business using the name Lucia Capital.